Welcome to Leading Simple with Rusty George. Our goal is to make following Jesus and leading others a bit more simple. Here's your host, Rusty George. Hey there, thanks for listening to Leading Simple, where we are helping the overwhelmed. My name is Rusty George, and today we're going to drill down on a subject that I've spent a lot of time researching, writing about, and talking about, and that is the issue of prayer. And not specifically how to pray or what to pray, but what do you do after you pray? And for many of us, we face that silence from heaven where we think, did God not hear me? Did I not get through? Or is God waiting on me to do something? And today I'm going to give you the answer to that. And that is, there may be a reason why God is seemingly so silent in your life. In other words, there may be a reason why God is saying no. And when we research the scriptures and we look at the life of Jesus, we find out that yes, there is a reason God says no to our prayers. And we're going to jump into one of those today. Well, I would love to hear from you. You can DM me on Instagram at Rusty L. George, or you can email me at rgeorge at reallifechurch.org. It was so fun to talk to so many of you during our 28 Days with Jesus, and we have more of those devotionals coming out, so just stay tuned. And today's episode is sponsored by just an incredible resource by a great pastor who's been a friend on the podcast It's called Red Letter Challenge, and Red Letter Challenge creates resources to challenge all people to become greater followers of Jesus, Uh, and their bread and butter is a 40-day all-in church-wide series, and it all started with their original challenge, Red Letter Challenge, a 40-day life-changing experience where people read a command, you know, those red letters from Jesus, and are challenged to put it into practice that very same day. There's been over 120,000 individuals who have now completed the Red Letter Challenge. I'm one of them. And several hundred churches that have joined with them and utilized this series and have seen incredible results. Churches that use uh, Red Letter Challenge, they grow their small groups by an average of 40% in just 40 days. And in COVID times, the number one word that pastors use to describe their experience was unity. Well, you're planning out your fall this year, consider a turnkey 40-day challenge that will not only help you become greater followers of Jesus, but will hit all the metrics that you care about as church leaders. So if you're a church leader, if you want to participate in this, when you sign up to be a participant of the Red Letter Challenge, you're going to get a lot of free resources, small group guides, videos, sermon manuscripts and videos, graphics, packages that can help your social media explode, and even free weekly kids curriculum to help with kids church or Sunday school. Red Letter Challenge also has workbooks available for elementary kids to help resource parents to grow their children to be great followers of Jesus. And oh yeah, it's even available in Spanish. So here's the deal. If you're a pastor, they'll mail you a free book. I'm serious. Totally free. And this is for pastors. That way, you can check out exactly what you're getting into and have full confidence moving forward. So go to this site, www.redletterchallenge.com rusty. And you can request a free copy there. Also on that website, you'll find some package discounts of 10 to 40% off for all of the listeners of Leading Simple. Again, that site is redletterchallenge.com rusty. Well, today on the podcast, we're going to talk about 
this idea of what may be causing God to say no to your prayer. And I want to share with you an excerpt. Today, it's just going to be you and me. No guest, nobody else, just you and me. And I just want to read to you a passage from my latest book called After Amen, because I'm so passionate about this idea of what stops us from praying is probably something that can be avoided. What causes us to think that God is not hearing our prayer or saying no to our prayer can actually be remedied. So before I dive into this, I just want to ask you, what is it right now in your life that you're thinking, I just don't know what it is that is keeping me from getting an answer? Maybe for you, you've been praying for someone to Uh, come to faith. Maybe you've been praying for a healing in your family. Maybe you've been praying for your marriage to get better. Maybe you've been praying for your kids. Maybe you've been praying for a job. Maybe you've been praying for your own mental health. Maybe you've been praying for your church to to kind of take a a trajectory turn and find some momentum post-COVID. Maybe you've been praying about where God wants to lead you in your life. If you're supposed to go into ministry or perhaps stay in ministry, All of us have prayers that we pray. Even people who are atheists would say that they sometimes mouth words to heaven. The question is not if we pray. The question is, what do we do after we pray? And so I want to just direct you to this resource uh, that I put out for our church called After Amen. And I've just heard from so many of you that have been so kind about this book because it has helped you with your prayer life. And I got to tell you, it helped me with mine not reading the book, but writing it. Because when I wrote this, I had to research what it was that people asked Jesus and in that process, how Jesus responded to them. And you might notice, if you've read through the Gospels, Jesus very rarely says to people, yes or no. Sometimes he'll ask them a question. Many times he tells them to do something. And what I discovered was there was about seven things that Jesus told people to do after they hung up the phone after they made their request, after they said amen. And in this book, we walk through these seven things. And one of those things is, you know what? Sometimes there is an issue why God is just turning down the volume on you. He loves you. He's watching you. He's involved in your life. He wants to do great things, but he just can't say yes to that prayer because of something in your life. And I call this in this book simply running the checklist. Now, for those of you that maybe you're thinking, boy, I'm kind of curious in that and I'd like to read that. Well, if you go to my website, you know what? Just Type in your email address, and I will give you the first chapter. And you can just read it and decide if you want to buy it. It's that simple. Uh, But maybe you're interested and you want to pick up a copy. You can go to PastorRustyGeorge.com, buy it there. I'll ship it to you, and it'll be cheaper than you could get on Amazon. And if you're a church leader and you want to do this with your church, maybe with a small group of people, maybe you want to do this with your small group ministry or your student ministry, guess what? I'm going to give you all the manuscripts to teach from, small group video discussion guides that you just plug and play, and I'll lead your small group for you, all the resources that you need. Just go to PastorRustyGeorge.com, and everything is there. One last thing before we jump into what I want to read to you today. 
Some of you are thinking, I'm interested in the book, but I don't necessarily want to uh, you know, read it because I don't like to read or I spend a lot of time on the treadmill or in the car and it's better for me to listen to an audio book. Well, it just so happens that After Amen is now available on Audible and I'm the one that reads it to you. So if you don't like my voice, I'm sorry, but go ahead and take a listen to it. You can download it right there through Audible. Many of you, because of your Amazon Prime subscription, you've got Audible credits you've never used. We'll grab one of those and use it for the book, After Amen, What to Do When You're Waiting on God. Well, let me read to you a little passage from this book. It's simply called Run Through the Checklist, and this is chapter 8 in our discussion on After Amen. I have two daughters, which means there are three women living in my house. That means once a day, we run the risk of three hair dryers going at the same time. Three hair dryers along with a couple of curling irons plugged in, and there's bound to be phone charging, and all of this brings the real possibility that we will lose power. The struggle is real. And when that moment happens, I hear the blow dryers all simultaneously cease, sometimes lights go dim, and I know the next word I will hear is a strong and panicked cry from one, if not all, Dad! That's my cue. Let me make this clear. I'm not an electrician, nor have I ever been mistaken for one. And while there are a few things I can fix around the house, I tend to stay away from electricity. It can be dangerous. It's unforgiving. And most importantly, I have no clue what I'm doing. That being said, there are a couple of things I can check on. First, the GFI switches. I have no idea what they are. I don't even know what they stand for. For all I know, GFI might stand for go for it. But I do know that they are on random outlets around the home. If there's a power surge, they can trip these switches and shut off power. Not to the whole house, but just to a few outlets. So I start walking around looking for all of those. It's a bit of an Easter egg hunt, and when I find one, I press the button and hope that fixes the problem. But if it doesn't, I go to the next item on the checklist, the breaker box. At our house, it's outside. This will require some shoes, or at least slippers. I go outside, open the breaker box, and start looking. I guess what I'm hoping to see is a switch that has flashing green lights saying, this is it. But what I find is a bunch of switches that look the same. So I start flipping switches until I hear the blow dryers fire up again and the cries of merriment echo through the house all the way outside. If this doesn't work, I go to the next step on the checklist, call an electrician. Most of us have a similar checklist when it comes to our prayer lives. When we sense God is not answering as quickly as we'd like, or when he's not giving us the answer we would like, we start to walk through a mental checklist of what we need to do to get God's attention. Go to church, rosary beads, ask more people to pray, have a pastor vouch for you. We all have a few things we think might help flip the switch or make the connection work. We don't call them magic words, but we think that way. In fact, it might be the reason you picked up this book. You were wondering if there's a few things you might be overlooking when it comes to getting what you want from God. I look for those things too. What did I miss? What can I say? Is it a matter of lying on my face or praying? Maybe just a little bit louder or a little bit longer? While we've talked through many things we do while we wait on God's answer, the Bible gives us several things that we can stop doing to help reestablish a connection with God. A checklist, you might say. And while these things don't make God love you any less, they are spoken of in Scripture as being things that keep us from having our prayers answered. So while you wait, here are a few things you might go over. 
These are seven biblical reasons why God doesn't answer our prayers as we request. So what I want to do in our time remaining is I just want to go over one of these. And in more podcasts, we'll go over more later. Here's the first one. Unconfessed sin. Sin is more than just a mistake or an accident. It's when we willfully decide that our choice is better than his command. It is when we are harboring a secret sin or practice that we know is outside God's intent, but we think if we just don't talk about it, it won't matter. Here's a good way to know if you have unconfessed sin in your life. Is there anything that you are currently doing that if others found out, you'd be embarrassed? Is there anything you're trying to hide? Is there anything that makes you nervous that your spouse or your kids will discover? Is there anything you're currently doing that is hurtful to others? Anything in your life that you are finding you're having to justify or talk others into believing it's okay. Look at how the prophet Isaiah addresses this in regard to the people of God. Surely the arm of the Lord is not too short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Isaiah 59 verses 1 and 2. In other words, the issue is not his hearing or his power, but your sin. The issue of unconfessed sin is not about being perfect, but about being honest. I confess my lying. I'm coming clean on my prescription pills addiction. You're right, I'm selfish and self-consumed. This relationship has gone too far. Is there anything else you need to confess? Your unconfessed sin could be the reason you sense silence from God. I want to stop right there for today. Because I think this is a matter of prayer for each and every one of us. Is there anything in your life right now that you're praying nobody finds out about? Could it be that's the reason God isn't answering your other prayers? What is that right now that you need to let go of? You need to confess to God, to someone else, and say, I'm struggling with this. I have a battle with this. I have a need for help. And get that out in the open. Not only will you begin to open up the floodgates of communication between you and God, but you will begin to experience healing and hope and cleansing and forgiveness. And that shame and that guilt will begin to go away. Can I just pray for you right now? God, I don't know exactly what it is that somebody might be hiding on the other side of this microphone something that they are holding on to, something they're just praying that you don't know about, which is odd for us to say. But we all have something that we tend to sweep away into the corners of our minds to justify and to act like it's no big deal, but we know it is to you. For some of us, it's our lack of faith in you. For some of us, it's our lack of trust. For some of us, it's a desire to uh, do our own thing. For some of us, it's an unwillingness to take a step of being baptized or be a part of a local church. For some of us, it's a, uh, an addiction that we're struggling with right now, and we keep telling ourselves it's not a problem. For some of us, it's uh, an anger issue that we have yet to get a hold of. And God, we keep telling ourselves we'll do better, we'll do better, we'll do better, but we never do. So God, we want to start by confessing this to you. And so right now, wherever you are, I want to invite you just to fill in the blank on this prayer. I have a struggle with, and God, I need your help with, 
And God, I'm confessing my sin of. Father, would you hear us again? Would your words become clear in our hearts? And as we repent, may times of refreshing come, just as your word says. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, a bit of a unique episode today, but I did want to let you know about this incredible resource of Audible and that you could download the book in Audible form. But I also wanted to let you know that there may actually be a reason why God is not listening to your prayer or answering it right now. And it's one you can fix. We're going to talk about this more in episodes to come, but I encourage you to pick up the book after Amen either on Audible, Amazon, or if you just like paying less money, PastorRustyGeorge.com will send you a copy of it. Love for you to check it out. And if you're still skeptical, just go to my website, PastorRustyGeorge.com and sign up for the first chapter for free and you can read it and decide if you'd like to know more. Hey, exciting news. Our millionth download of the podcast is coming up soon. And we would like to celebrate. So we're going to be giving away several gift baskets filled with Starbucks gift cards and leading simple mugs and autographed books and other cool, just different swag. We'd love for you to be a part of that. And so you can sign up for that giveaway at PastorRustyGeorge.com and just give us your email and we'll put you in the hopper for that potential gift. As always, thank you so much for listening. Share this with a friend if you think they're struggling with their prayer life and answers from God. And you can also reach out to me on Instagram at RustyLGeorge or email me, rgeorge at reallifechurch.org. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Take a moment and subscribe to the podcast so you get it delivered every week. And subscribe to the Rusty George YouTube channel for more devotionals, messages, and fun videos. Thank you for listening to Leading Simple.